Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hedgens. Welcome back to Coach Soul. What a fantastic year. You know, Kenya, I love so happy this time of Thanksgiving because it's food. Who doesn't love food? <laughs> <laughs> and the gathering around the table. That is. And so, you know, that, that brings out something unique here. Uh, because, Kenya, you grew up in Brazil. And Thanksgiving is more of a holiday for the United States. Uh, did it did the, that bleed down towards uh, South America? Or what did you guys do to celebrate that time of year? I never heard of Thanksgiving. Mm. So now be mindful that I am here for over 20 years now. Yes. In America. And my understanding is that at this moment, it has bled down as well as Halloween. So both of them is there now. And I love Thanksgiving. Truly, I love it more than Christmas. <laughs> it is my favorite holiday. Uh, I love the meaning. I love, I love the family tone to it. I love gathering Um friends here in Asheville that doesn't really have a family to go. We have this tradition that we we open our door to friends. Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving is it, it, it doesn't have any stress of gifts and heavy decorations or none of that. So it's really a holiday of love. That is what has become in my household with Jeremy. You know, it's 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 just fascinating when uh, because I I lived in Japan for three years and then uh, England and Wimbledon I stayed there for a month at the YMCA and did some uh, missionary work over there and then I went to France for a week and then I've been to Canada and it's just interesting how each country has their own set of traditions their own set of holidays and uh, America is, is, has its holidays, but we work harder than any other country. And we don't know how to be thankful, so to speak, sometimes, um, even in the bad times, it's, it's difficult to, to try to find thankfulness. And so when I think about Thanksgiving, I think about this big, huge Turkey that comes out of the oven every year and then that would be my paternal side. We we did do some turkey, and somehow, somewhere on my paternal side, we went to what's called Mexican top hat. We <laughs> call it the Mexican top hat because the way it's layered. Uh, you have Fritos on the on the bottom, and then you uh, put your meat on top, and then your lettuce and tomato sour cream and all that, so it makes it look like a Mexican top hat. And that's what our Thanksgiving turned into. Wow. Because we got tired of turkey <laughs> from all of our it other sounds families. Sounds a lot of fun. It, and, and that's what it is, right? It's about your own family tradition. Mm -hmm. The the tradition that you get to keep is the day, the Thursday. 
and they will and, look different in every home. I love that. Now, you know, for us, a, when when you say the home, what does that look like for you in your home? I love decorating. So I have all colors of fall, lots of gold. It's also a season, uh, my wedding season. I think we talked about that a few episodes mm -hmm. ago. And so I have wedding pictures up. Every bridesmaids are with fall colors. And we I do crafts with the kids, still do crafts with the kids. We color, we paint, and we write down leaves. What are you grateful for? And you read that. That is one one tradition that we have to write it down. One thing you're grateful for. Now, if the kids don't want to write it down for some reason, if if there's resistance, I don't force them, but they get to say it out loud. <laughs> you don't have to write, but <laughs> find something to be grateful around the table. Yeah. What what is it that makes uh, us difficult to be thankful, uh, whether it's in the good or the bad? Hmm. You know what? I would tap into human behavior or the old version of me because right now, truly, um, for me, being grateful is second nature. Um, I'm so fully aware of my humanness and not taking tomorrow is not here yet. So today is all there is um, for all the reasons, not just for the latest COVID reasons. And um, But you know what? Don't save love. I tell my kids all the time, don't save love. Be grateful give it away, give it away, give it away. Uh, but I, I remember when I, when I wasn't that way, I, I, I remember when I really wanted um, to fill my cup and I didn't feel like I had an overflow. So mm. to be grateful for, I would say I'm grateful for one new day. I'm grateful for the sun, but it wasn't personal. Right now it's so easy to find things to be personally grateful for. You can hear my voice. I'm a little hoarse. Um, it's okay. I have a voice. I remember some days waking up and had no voice at all. You know, right? it, like you, uh, growing up, it was, uh, as a child, I, I remember some happy things, you know, playing with my cousins and, uh, you know, my sister, those type of things were, were some good memories. And then as I gotten older, uh, still as a teenager, um, I enjoyed living in Japan. I was there my freshman, sophomore, junior year. But it was so hard to be thankful uh, because I was missing my maternal and paternal grandparents. Mm -hmm. And it was it didn't seem like family without them. Mm -hmm. And growing through college and getting out on my own, I I had to realize that I had to rewire my brain and to be thankful for the good and the bad uh, and, and to look at it that I'm not allowing the past to define me yeah. anymore. It's how I define the present moment. And that's what I'm kind of hearing you say is mm -hmm. that in the moment, uh, whether it's the good or bad. And, and as a faith-based person, you know, Christians, uh, I hear say, well, God, God doesn't give you any more than you can handle. And I disagree because that's two different types of scriptures being tied together. Uh, he doesn't give us more than we can handle in a temptation, 
but he does give us more than we can handle sometimes because that's what Paul said that he had a shipwreck. He had this, 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 and this, and he was grieved by the heavy hand that was there. And so when we go through this heaviness, you know, uh, it, it's difficult to be thankful, but here we are Thanksgiving. We got family. Mm. What do you do for a tradition um, for Thanksgiving with your family? Now, one of the things I just mentioned to to yeah. be grateful, to really wire um, our, the kids, especially to think about what's right and to be able to share out loud. Mm. If you don't know which part of you know, I'm sure you can find something to be grateful for, even if it's things like the the puppies, the food, right? So you you can find things like that. Um, the tradition that I have with my family also is to go be with family and to invite family over, uh, friends over that don't have a family. Mm. That that we're always going to have at least one or two people joining us. And if we are with my in-laws or with my sister in Atlanta, um, that doesn't quite happen as much. But if we're in the house, we like opening our house that way. Um, we also, I also love pictures. Fall pictures are the best. And um, give something in social media. Like last, last, last Thanksgiving, I believe we gather around the piano and I turned Facebook live mm -hmm. and we sung to Facebook. Like we really want to give something just put a token of high frequency in the world. Um, just lightness. There's so much heaviness out there. So when I do share around Thanksgiving, uh, my posts, especially the day of, is inspiring, is full of love, is family. There's a high touch of family. And that has become a tradition as well. And I also remember being, uh, you know, missing people that you love. We talked about that a little bit before this this podcast started. And I was raised by my grandmother. And even though I didn't have Thanksgiving in Brazil, I don't remember one day of my life without her mm. growing up because she was my mama figure while my mama was working three jobs. I don't remember not having her. And every time I had a kid... I have three kids. She came to America and she spent a year with me. That is such a treasure to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that will be our next podcast after this is talking about our loved ones around the holidays that we miss. Yes. Because I think we have, uh, we talked a little bit about, we have some similarity in our stories about that. You yes. know, traditions is, uh, I remember uh, taking the wishbone from the turkey. As a, as a silly little tradition, you know, and who got the wish type thing. Um, the other things that like you, um, since my, um, when I was diagnosed with cancer, having some health issues and, and my spouse had left, uh, you know, I've been single for now seven years and uh, I have dated and, and so forth. But uh, during these times, I had uh, small faith groups in my home, and I would invite the singles over for Thanksgiving. I would cut the turkey, and they would bring the sides. And 
it's fun to be able to have people um, come together uh, for Thanksgiving, even though it may not be your family, they're kind of like family. And I want to encourage our listeners to that, uh, you know, these are, th this podcast is right before Thanksgiving. If you haven't thought about it and you're listening, think about homeless veterans Yes. Uh, invite a veteran home with you and, and, and not just, you know, I'm not trying to specialize just a veteran that's homeless, but even those who are uh, elderly that may not have family. Uh, and, and that's how you and I kind of met in, in a yes. couple of these books that we co-authored. And uh, I remember this elderly, it was a uh, July that she had gotten into the hospital. I went in, well, she was there in June. I had gone in August. This is when I almost died. And I remember, uh, you know, this nurse coming and, and she was checking in on me and she says, let's get you cleaned up. I said, yeah. And I hear this voice behind the curtain that number five is about to pass. Wow. And I asked the nurse about that. Is there something special a nurse does when somebody passes? She goes, no, she is alone. No family, no friends have come to visit her. I'm going to sit by her and hold her hand as she passes. And that really spoke to my heart. Mm. That be mindful of those who are single, who uh, may or may not have family, but reach out and be thankful, share the thankfulness. Um, what do you think about those who are homeless or those who are elderly that may not have family? You know, in, in all honesty, and this is a cultured soul, so we have to be honesty. I get to be really honest. I remember being annoyed by homeless people. I actually mm. remember. I remember the trigger like, I am Latino. I, I got to learn English. You have your green card. Why aren't you working? I remember the tone of judgment, Steve. Mm. So I didn't have a lot of compassion. And the government takes care of you. You don't pay taxes. I mean, I had this sort of like bitterness, you know, and I got to be close to a few homeless people by choice. Like, hey, I always see you here close to my house. I struck a conversation. And I cannot tell you exactly how the conversation went, but I can tell what I saw in his eyes. And I saw that his soul needed nurturing. Oh. They're not thinking straight. And some of them, I, I don't know the statistics. I don't, I don't, I don't want to give you wrong numbers. Their health is not all there. Their mental health might not be all there. Their physical health might not be all there. But absolutely, they need love. So if you're asking me, what do I think about the, the, the veterans, the single people, the the homeless. Well, I said in, in the beginning of this podcast is a tradition in my home to bring people in on Thanksgiving and to give them love and a taste of a family. And we and, keep and, in touch. And, and I've done this with complete strangers. And homelessness is not by choice. 
you know, it's, it's when I, when I read statistics and read the research and things like that, a lot of homelessness is because they lost hope. Uh, hundred percent. That's know, what I'm saying. The a... soul, the soul is so, it, it, they lost hope. They lost the job. They lost, it's a series of losses. And then guess what? You get used, your standards get that low. And then you get I... used to nothing. I found it fascinating. I remember two or three years ago, there was a story about the man with the golden voice. Forgive me because I don't remember his name. Okay. And he was standing on the streets, has a the, a sign. He's all scraggly. And they did a, vir the, a TikTok type feed, went viral. And all of a sudden they changed his appearance, fixed his teeth, fixed his hair the radio uh, macaroni and cheese gave him um, a contract to do the the voiceover you know you love it a very deep sounding rich voice and all of a sudden he you know he's been on the streets he lost his original job that's how he got there and then the immaculate change and it just he came crashing down again mm. And it's because of, of the conditioning that happens. So I know homelessness, you know, yes, we kind of get annoyed. I think a lot of us do. Let's just be real, be honest. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do as well. If and you don't look it, at their eyes. You, right. It, but if you do cross eyes, you, you're going to see a human in pain. Right. I, and, I, I, and when you I have the connection, it's impossible to to not offer love or empathy. And I'm not well, even saying like, a dollar because a dollar is not going to fix it. But right. treat him like a human, treating her like a human. That's what I mean. Well, and, and when I worked for uh, as a general manager, I had gotten laid off from from telecommunications because we got bought out. And I went to work for general manager as a as McDonald's. And the store that um, a lot of people didn't want to work at, I went and worked because across the road was a railroad and the homeless lived underneath there. Wow. And I remember this, and, and I'm sorry for describing it, but it was a stench that just came in with a lunch hour. And I had five people deep in my lines and I made a special meal and said, guys, I, 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 I want to feed you. You don't have to pay. Um, just go ahead and, and, and take care of yourself. And they did. Um, I remember a story too, where my dad says growing up, he, he was in West Texas and his uh, family grew cotton out there. And he says, and, it was just about summer, so there's nothing being planted. It's all straight flat hill, not no hills, just straight flat. And they were going to church, and he said there was a knock on the door, and this man appeared and was hungry, so they fed him. And my dad says when they left, they didn't know where he went. It's wow. like he disappeared. Wow. And so sometimes I wonder if we entertain angels. <laughs> they just pop I up. I believe in so angels. Right. I and believe so, in angels 100%. How do we know how we treat people that we're not entertaining an angel? Mm. 
you know, well, once, I, I ran once again, once. when 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 you when you get to cross your eyes, you will see at least that's what I saw a reflection of myself mm. of a humanity or times that it was hopeless. Times where I needed truth to be spoken or maybe nothing to be spoken, just love to be felt. And for me, that is Thanksgiving to be so grateful in our oneness with each other and oneness with God, because that is my prayer, that I can always be uh, reminded that today is the only day and that we are so connected. And, and if we feel the shadow that we're not, um, then it's a shadow because we are. I see so much of me in you. I see so much of me and my daughter. I see so much of me and my husband. I see, I see when you get to open up for just the way God made humans, we have the same stories, the same fears, or maybe a little different stories, but it's the same thing underneath. We want to be loved. We want to be accepted. We want to be um, seen. This is just coming to me. So that, of course, if if one of humans' biggest needs is to be seen and we make homeless invisible. Oh, he's coming. Let's go real fast. As if it was an animal. Oh. What a word. So in our frequency, my invitation is that we that we get to be seen and that we get to offer. And I wonder if you just say, you know what? I don't quite understand what Kenny is saying, but I, I, I want to offer that I will be the one seeing someone else just as they are strangers you know, or closest to me. It's easy to hide in the dark. 100%. Because it covers it's harder to get into the light. And I think of Thanksgiving, uh, being in the light, being thankful is being seen, being in the light. It's easy to stay in the dark. It's harder to get into the light because it exposes, it's bright. I get it. But at the same point in time, if we're able to evaluate, and a lot of times what I talk to my clients about it, it, it works, is journal. Find something, and I do it every year on Thanksgiving on Facebook, uh, on every day of my post. So, like, let's say Thanksgiving is on the 26th of this year, which I think it is. Uh, I may be wrong. Um, you know, um, when I think about, uh, actually, it's the 23rd. <laughs> when I think about that date, right, I, I look at, 23 days of writing what I'm thankful for mm. every day. And it's different. One day it may be thankful for my children. I may be thankful for Kenya. I might be thankful for my job. I might be thankful for uh, those who have wronged me because, I mean, that's silly. How, how can you be thankful for somebody who wronged you, Steve? I am thankful for somebody who wronged me because it helps me to be a stronger person and not to do the wrong to another person. I know I'm human. I know I've I done I say things. they are the greatest teachers. 
They're because right. the, they're the greatest teachers because they, they get to stretch us. Can I really forgive also <laughs> this? Can, right. I, can, can I, can I, can I really, and just by asking the question, I dare to say you can, if you put a possibility out there to forgive those mm. that are undeserving of it, just so your soul and your body and, and there's more room for love and gratitude. You know, that's where I look at resentment. You know, uh, we talk about turning the other cheek. And to me, turning the other cheek means to hold no resentment in that relationship. That doesn't mean that we subject ourselves to the pain and hurt. You know, that's where boundaries come into play. But I noticed in my own life, do I hold resentment towards my family because of how I grew up and how I felt um, the trauma? But at the same point in time, do I release them of that and love them for who they are, accept them? And part of thankfulness is, is are we accepting or are we expecting? How can you be thankful when you expect? Whereas you could be more thankful when you accept. Mm. And I'm not saying condoning the behavior. I'm just saying accepting that person for who they are, where they are at, and try to stop expecting them to love you the way that you want them to. So I'm not going to say that I hear what you're saying, and okay. that's easy. Because it might not be easy. But I tell you what it could be easy if you put the mirror in front of you. Mm -hmm. And that is the place to start. If I can love and accept me as I am truly and repeat that mantra and be grateful for all parts of you, not make it wrong, not judge, then from that place, I dare to say, you will love and accept others. You have to accept yourself. A hundred percent. It starts Learning with you. How to be thankful for you. You know, I, I, cancer, 34% chance of living. I, I would ask God, why, 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 why me? And it's like, that's not the right question to ask. And in my self-pity and, and things, I changed my mindset because I wasn't, I was bound to determine to overcome this. And I have. And I look at what do I need to learn from this? What is it that you're trying to teach me? What is it that I need to do differently? And so I learned how to be more thankful for life, thankful for the good and the bad, thankful for my family members. Because even though, you know, I love my parents, I may have disagreed with them on the, my upbringing and that's okay too. But I love them because they taught me some valuable lessons. Yeah. And for Thanksgiving, you know, it's loving your family members. It's loving each other. It's being able to be okay with yourself and learn from life and grow from it. Yeah. And, you know, I really appreciate this time of expressing thankfulness for you, thankfulness for your family, uh, just thankful for our friendship through the podcast and through co-authoring 
I may take a flight out to Nashville and join you for Thanksgiving. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I really appreciate uh, our time you, and we're, our time I is absolutely up. absolutely appreciate. Yes, I appreciate. I just want to leave the listeners with this token of frequency of love mm. that you decide to generate more of it that you decide to before you tell your kids and the people around you to to do the right thing that you show up as unconditional love even if you don't know what that means like what would it look like if i would be generating that what would it look like if i would be mothering me when i was growing up what would i what, what would i have said that now maybe i am repeating outwards in expectations to your word, Steve, versus just accepting and being there. This is the holidays that we get to revisit being grateful. And I dare to say, there's a lot to be grateful. There's a lot to be grateful. So be love, be the one, be gratitude, be the light that you are. God Choose bless. that truth for yourself. God bless. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.